We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's December 20th, it is 2023. We have a 10-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined in week, during the week, by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06, filling in for my buddy Keith today. Will, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, brother. Glad to come on, glad to hang out. Uh, we were talking pre-show, sounds like your night is starting to go well let's hope that continues we're not going to mention anything and i'm not superstitious at all stevie but w- listen when i got a sweat going uh sometimes i don't even talk about it in the prop shop like i post my stuff and then people can follow along and see how it's going and then at the end of the night we'll just do a little tally but um you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep that on the hush and hopefully stevie at the end of the night things are going well my man Oh, yeah. I mean, if you listen to the podcast yesterday, you got the Valanchunas-Zach Collins um, combo. 
over there on prize picks um talked about zach collins a lot he ended up being pretty chalky in dfs oh yeah he was too cheap on DraftKings anyway he was going to be chalky i mean he was too cheap on fandle too and you could play him at power forward on fandle he has 39 fantasy points right now but um looking like it's gonna be a great night so we'll take it um yeah john morant called game if you watch crunch time today I was very high on John Morant. Really cool to see him get back and just look like John Morant. Um, what a what a fantastic game. And everyone was worried about his minutes and what, what was going to happen and coaches talk. And I will. I played him on both sites, FanDuel and DraftKings. And, I mean, I don't regret it. 34 actual points, eight assists, six rebounds, a couple steals, a block, um, 35 minutes. You know, that's what you – Coaches talk sometimes just gets to the point where you have to avoid just listening to it and just trust your gut. That's what I did with John Morant today. Uh, let's get into it and have some fun here. We get started with your Hornets at Indiana taking on the Pacers. 248 and a half total in this game. The Indiana Pacers, a 10 and a half point favorite. Let's go. Um, well, Charlotte Ball is out still. Martin Nick Lakina out. Williams doubtful. Numhard out, Smith and Turner um, questionable here for the Pacers. Miles Turner matters. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we'll go Charlotte here first. What do you like here for the Hornets? Well, Stevie, I mean, first of all, let me say I, I don't I don't like this spread. I think Charlotte can keep up with Indiana enough with Hayward back, uh, Bridges back. Bridges was out just because of some border issues. PJ Washington back. I th- I think Charlotte can keep up here. Now, will they win? I don't know. But that spread seems really hefty to me, just kind of hearing it right off the top of my head. So I did, I did want to say that. But just in general, Stevie, I think Charlotte um, – look, Terry Rozier is priced up now, but he's borderline a, a nice tournament play here. Um, you know, P.J. Washington, borderline a nice tournament play. Nick Richards, uh, borderline a nice tournament play. I think this is a, this is a good game. Once again, you know, you probably are overpaying a little bit for a couple of these guys, but I think the game environment, Stevie, could yield some really good results. So I I, I like Charlotte, uh, at least all the starters, top to bottom. Jason Tatum just got hurt in the first, like, four minutes of the Celtics game. It, looked, it was weird. He – and this matters for this slate that we're breaking down, too, because Boston's on a back-to-back, but he – he stepped on Podsy's like foot and rolled his ankle um, really early in the game here. So Jason Tatum might miss the rest of this game and might miss the game that we're going to break down here in a little bit. But um, yeah, that stinks for Tatum. Probably a sprained ankle from what it looked like. Um, as far as Charlotte goes, I think Rozier has a lot of upside in this matchup, you know, with the pace of this potential pace of this game. Um like you said, though, Gordon Hayward expected back. Williams, doubtful. Richards, somewhat interesting here. I think he's okay. He just doesn't have a huge like ceiling. But I'm going to tell you right now, Like we talked about this a lot on Monday's podcast. I talked about it a lot yesterday. Pricing has been tight, and it it's tight again on this slate at first glance. So, yeah uh pacers side i mean obviously we got halliburton he really hasn't had like a huge ceiling game here recently um he's kind of been banged up um and dealing with like an illness we really haven't seen like a Therese halliburton game well i mean um 
we know, Will, that all it takes is a matchup with Charlotte to get back on track. Um, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Look, Halliburton might as well be Giannis Luka Jokic today. And I, you know, I'm not, exa- I, I'm not yeah. exaggerating. Like, this, I mean, Stevie, even in this game against the Clippers, which was a tough game, he shot three for 12, he still had 11 assists, right? Like, that's a, that, that was like a terrible game. He still had 11 with very inefficient shooting. He shot 25% from the field. He's not shooting 25% from the field against Charlotte. I can, Stevie, I don't make too many guarantees, but I can assure you he shoots better than 25% against Charlotte unless he takes one shot and gets hurt. Like, I, so this is all spots aren't created equal. This is a true upside spot for Halliburton. I, I like it a lot. Um, if if Miles Turner were to sit again, Stevie, like I know, you know, like we look at Jackson. Jackson played 25 minutes. He he could dominate the spot. I don't hate it, right? So, uh, you know, I, I'd be in on that. Like I, I wish I wish we knew Obi Toppin was going to get 30 minutes in this game. He might with, with Turner out. I think I think Toppin is a flyer. For GPP, Stevie, maybe mass multi-entry. Maybe maybe if we start going 20-entry max or more, maybe I get him in one or two. Um, and then Buddy Heal, the price has come down. He's 5,800. I don't hate that. Like, th- this is just a good game. And for whatever reason, you know, most of these guys from Indiana aren't priced. Well, they're probably priced appropriately, given sometimes the minutes being in flux. So I uh, – but I like this game, obviously. I mean, every game gets Indiana's track meet. Yeah, I mean, Turner, he practiced fully yesterday. I kind of expect him to play. Um, he really hasn't been great recently. We've seen some big games out of Isaiah Jackson. Um, I, I would really like Isaiah Jackson here if Turner was out. 25 to 30 minutes against Charlotte for a big just seems phenomenal. So watch that news. Um, I don't mind the Obi topping call. If Turner's out, I think that's where like Jackson and, and top and become more playable. If Turner plays, I mean, I, I still like Halliburton outside of that. It would, I don't think I'd touch a lot here. I, I want Turner to sit, but it sounds like he'll play. Um, Minnesota at Philadelphia, 226 total here. Philly, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Clark out for Minnesota. Batum, Covington out. Morris questionable for Philly. Let's start here with Minnesota. Anthony Edwards was back in full swing the other night, played 40 minutes, uh, 25 shot attempts. It was good to see him healthy and playing a full allotment of minutes. Uh, what do you like here for Minnesota? Yeah, 9K, Stevie. I don't, I don't hate the price for Edwards. I mean, he came right out 32 points. Um, you know, big time performance there. So I, I don't hate it. And I mean, even against Indiana, like 37 points. And obviously that was a, a true, uh, track meet game, uh, a game with Philly, Stevie, where this should be competitive. I don't mind spending nine K for Anthony Edwards. Like this is a game that on paper, on paper should be tight all the way down the wire. So, uh, I like this spot for him and he's kind of the big, the big dog on campus here, Stevie, like when he, when all of them are playing, by all of them, I mean him, Cat, uh, and Gobert. Like he's still going to, he is still going to hit his ceiling. Where Cat and Gobert may be held back a little bit, or, or or more sporadically, they'll hit a ceiling game. 
in between. So realistically, honestly, I think I just want to play Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I mean, I think Edwards has some ceiling at 9K. Cat's usage goes down with Edwards on the floor, so I don't want to pay 8800 for Cat in this game. And then outside of that, like you said, um, no one really jumping off the, the page to me. McDaniels at 5K. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Wish we knew his minutes were going to be 28 plus. Um, but yeah, just nothing you can really trust here on the Minnesota side outside of Edwards. Yeah. Going to the Philly side here. I mean, Embiid, like we've talked about so much, is just playing like a MVP again. Seems like 60 points is his floor right now, which is just wild to think about. 11-6 is tough to get to on this slate with the pricing the way that it is. Again, Maxi at 9,100. He's going to have these upside spots. Minnesota's a good defensive team. I think this is a spot I pass on Maxi. Where it becomes interesting is like with Covington questionable with two out. Is this a spot like we see early season Ubre where he plays like 30 plus minutes at 5,900. Um, honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in Philly tough matchup. Uh, I think if anything in bead, but it's going to be tough to get him in there um, in this matchup. Yeah, I think, I think I'm with you. Uh, it's mainly in for me. Um, you know, I, I think that's it. I, I think that's the only person we target if anybody, and I, and I do think we still target him, Stevie. Like, if, if he's not going to get the ownership today, like, I think we find a way to get him in some lineups. Yeah, you have to. If you're playing more than, like, one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Embiid is just, like, his ceiling is just massive right now. It's so high. Miami at Orlando, 219.5 total here. Orlando, a five-point favorite. Butler's out. Love's questionable. Fultz is out. Ingles is questionable on the Magic side. Uh, no Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero's back. Caleb Martin's priced up. Bam's priced up. Um, tough matchup. Magic's been playing good defensively. It's tough when you're looking at pricing on Miami. Like This game projected as one of the slowest-paced games on the slate. Two really solid defensive teams here um, with Orlando fourth and Miami, I think, 13th in defensive rating and Miami plays 25th pace and Orlando's 15th pace. Like, yeah, I'm just struggling on the Miami side here. Will like, yeah. Do we want to play somebody? Well, Butler's out. Sure. We want to play somebody, but like pricing is kind of pricing us out. Like Kyle Lowry, even at 5,900, like all these guys are priced oh, yeah. up. Yeah. And this isn't a good spot for Miami. This isn't a good spot for DFS. Really? Like, for this team, Jacquez is 7,100, Stevie. Duncan Robinson, 6K. Hero, 8,800. I'm not playing anyone for Miami. I'm not doing it. Yeah, if anything, like, look into Bam's, like, points and rebound assist, like, numbers here. If anything. Honestly, honestly, I hope Bam is somewhere around 11 and a half or 12. I'll just hammer unders. I've been taking unders on assists and rebounds, Stevie, against Orlando all season. And it's worked even against some of the best names. And I just, it's just, Orlando's been good at limiting this stuff this year. So I, I hope Bam comes out inflated is what I mean. And, and if so, I'm, I'm probably going to take some unders. Yeah, Bam's been, Bam's been good, but Orlando's defense has been phenomenal. And they're getting yeah. Wendell Carter Jr. back for this game. Um, yeah. It was a finger injury. So we kind of assume that like he's going to have 
you know, minutes wise should be okay. Yeah. And even more depth for the young team. Well, defense too. Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. plays good defense too. So um, as far as the magic are concerned, Wendell Carter Jr. is 5,400. There hasn't been anything as far as like minutes released, but he missed 20 games. I don't know if we assume he's going to come back and play 30 minutes. I'd be shocked if he played more than like 25 minutes in this game. Um, the price is nice if we do get some kind of announcement that he's going to play, you know, minutes. But what are your thoughts here when it comes to Orlando? Yeah, I don't hate that at 5,400. I think you can take a shot on him, Stevie. In my mind, in my mind, I'm with you. 25 minutes is probably reasonable. Because, I mean, Goga's roughly playing about that many minutes. Well, I mean, his minutes have kind of ticked up a little bit, like 27, 28. But I, I think uh, I think he plays 20 at a floor, 25 max. That That's kind of what, what I have in my mind without getting any hard news. Because Mo Wagner is still going to play. I think Goga's still going to play some. So we'll see. Um, I think this is just an okay spot. Like Cole Anthony, his minutes have, have been down the past few few games. Um, so I, it's just an okay spot. See, I'm not thrilled about any anybody in this game, really. I mean, it's one of the lowest totals. Um, technically, right now, as of right now, it's the lowest total on the slate. Like I talked about defensively, pace-wise, it's not a sexy game. Yeah. Utah at Cleveland, 227 total here. Cleveland, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Clarkson, George, Yurt, seven remain out for Utah. Garland and Mobley out for Cleveland. Go to the Utah side of things here. Markinen, 8,300. Sexton, 7,200. Horton Tucker, 6,500. Two out of the last three games, Horton Tucker has played over 30 minutes. Something we've just kind of been begging for when it comes well, he to had Utah. To. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he so. had to. Um, we saw Kessler play 32 minutes against Brooklyn the other night with Yurt seven outs. What are your thoughts here on Utah? Um, I'm not playing THT uh, because his minutes can absolutely fall off of a cliff. Uh, everybody's just priced up so rough. Uh, Sexton 72. Like, does he have some upside? Maybe he probably has some upside, but. You know, Laurie Market and just getting back. Um, you know, obviously they, they kind of blew out Brooklyn late in that game, Steve. That second half, they just kind of took over that game. So Laurie didn't even have to push it. He did play about 30 minutes. Uh, so his minutes probably are trending in the right direction. At 8,300, I think he's just okay. Um, you know, Collins was back in that game. So I just I'm not really thrilled about this team either. It's maybe Sexton. But but that's about it, Stevie. I'm just this this is a rough team to peg because everybody's now priced up like they're starting or like everybody's out. Yeah, I mean it's tough because like did Kessler play extra minutes because Olenek got in foul trouble? I mean, that's a question that we gotta ask. Um John Collins only played 20 minutes the other night. We assume he's gonna be, you know. Back minutes wise, closer. Um, so I mean, it, it's tough because minutes are are so come and go. Like, does Horton Tucker lose minutes if Collins plays extra minutes? I think if, any, if anything here, it's probably taking some shots on Kessler 
Yeah. 6,200 is not sexy. But if he if Kessler gets 30 minutes, he's a guy that can put up a you know 12, 12, two or three blocks, two, yeah. you know, type Agreed. of game. Agreed. So Agreed. Yeah. He, he could there's so many ways for Kessler if he gets 30 minutes to get 40 plus fantasy points. So I think Kessler would be the play for me. And then on the Cleveland side, Mitchell's 10K, but this is one of the best matchups you're gonna get. Um, Utah has been awful against point guards this season. No Garland. I could see him just absolutely smashing in this spot. I kind of like Jared Allen too. Um, I think that both of these guys have some upside. Struce 6,600 is a tough price tag. Levert 6,200. I think those guys are priced appropriately. We've seen some good um, production from Okoro here recently. I could see, I could get behind playing Okoro at 51 before I take shots on Levert at 62. Yeah, I don't hate that, Stevie, because the minutes are there for a core right now as well. So, excuse me, with him playing those types of minutes in this spot, Utah's not a great defense. I mean, they're bottom of the league in terms of defensive efficiency. So, I, you know, I'm not worried about those guys. I'm glad you mentioned Jared Allen, obviously, uh, didn't have the greatest game against Houston. Only took seven shots. But we know, Stevie, that 40-point upside is in the cards for this guy. And then in terms of Donovan Mitchell, um, at 10K, I, I think that's just a tall ask. Um, if you were ever going to play him at, at, at 10K, it's definitely probably against this team, Stevie, for what it's worth. But that that's still a tall order for a guy that isn't going to consistently give you 60. Like, he's probably going he, – he maybe gets to 50 in this game. High 40s probably for sure if the score is there. But I, I just I don't think I, I can't pay ten k for Donovan Mitchell tonight. Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on Sam Merrill coming out of nowhere the other night and playing the overtime like run over like Levert? Like, do we trust that? Do we think like I that don't. was just a I, he just shot so he was just lights out from three and I feel like it was just like a hot hand yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean, look, man. I'm a basketball coach, Stevie, and if I got a player that's rolling, that's kind of a role player or a bench player, they don't play maybe as much as some of the other guys, but you put them in and it gives you a spark and they're rolling, they've earned the right to play. And so I, I'm going to treat it as such. Um, if Sam Merrill comes out and burns me again, then I'll just play him the next time at 4500 He's not a guy I think is going to get priced up to 5200 overnight. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on him. I just... I can't get behind it. I'd rather take a shot on like Okoro. I think Okoro is the guy that could really like be a thing. Like I, I they already like Okoro like defensively. And with these guys out, I, I feel like he's a guy that can continuously get 30 minutes and take high percentage shots and, you know, even add defensive stats. So I think Okoro would be the cheap guy to take a shot on for Cleveland. Denver at Toronto, 228 and a half total here. Denver, four and a half point favorite. Neither team has anyone on the injury report that's questionable. We got a couple probable tags here, but no one questionable. We'll start here with Denver. Any interest here in the Nuggets? Uh, Jamal Murray at 7,200. Jokic at 11.5. Uh, always those guys. Like, I think, you know. I don't think this is the right spot for Michael Porter Jr. I don't think it's the right spot for uh, Aaron Gordon. 
And Aaron Gordon's been fine. Don't get me wrong, but I just I just don't feel like this is the right spot for them. Um, I know we um, have a couple other little little pieces like uh, KCP, who you know is probably going to play mid twenties, but I don't think that's really good value right now. It's just Jamal Murray's just Jokic. And Jokic, I mean, he hasn't been great with Murray playing and playing well. Aaron Gordon's playing well, and he Jay's playing well. It's tough for me to get to Jokic at eleven five. Um, outside of just saying, "Hey, I'm going to play Jokic to try to get his seventy plus, you know, type of night kind of game." Um, but overall, I, I don't think I would play a ton of Jokic um, on this slate. I, I think I'd take more shots on Jamal Murray price just considering price and hope that jamal murray has like a big scoring night but even like jamal murray is a guy that i like typically will target when we're looking at like a pace up spot and it's not like toronto i think they're like 20th in pace um denver's like 27th so it's not like a huge pace up spot i want jamal murray in those games against like milwaukee atlanta san antonio washington type games uh, on the Toronto side, I mean, Scotty Barnes just keeps doing his thing. We talked about him against Charlotte the other night. He absolutely crushed. I don't love this spot for Toronto as a whole. Um, I, I mean, you could always take shots on Scotty Barnes or Siakam, but I probably won't have a ton of um, Toronto players on this one. Yeah, um, same here. Denver's one of those teams, Stevie, where um, – I just tried not to target them for DFS, it, especially if somebody's on the back-to-back head, you know, like we've talked about so much. Now, this isn't that situation, but Denver's still a team that, that's tough on, on D. And so, you know, while while I understand, like, hey, these guys could pop off. Scotty, Scotty at 93, um, this isn't the spot like the other night, Steve, where we were telling you to just hammer Scotty against Charlotte. And just watch him work his way to 60 fantasy points, like like we already knew, right? And you know, we talked about Siakam the other night against Charlotte, saying, Hey, don't forget about him. He works his way to 50 fantasy points. I don't think that's happening in this Denver game, Steven. So those are really the main two guys I want to play. Now, I will say Gary Trent uh played 35 minutes against Charlotte. I'd be more likely to play a guy like Gary Trent at 4900 than say a Sam Merrill. You get what I'm saying, Stevie? So Maybe, uh, but but his history shows he's not going to play 30 minutes. He's been playing in the 20s all season. Maybe he gets back. I'm willing to roll the dice on him because we, we kind of we've seen a track record from him uh with this team historically. Um yeah, I mean just... <laughs> Derek. <laughs> but it's true. It's so true. I mean the pricing oh, is really God. tough today. Um it's so Derek. We oh. hey, we mentioned a couple guys that are cheap. Yeah. Couple. It's a tough slate. Like first looks when the pricing is tough is really tight because or tight when the pricing is tight, it's really tough. I said it backwards. Well, we we like we like Anthony Edwards at 9K. We mentioned him. Yeah. Well, yeah. you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, New York at Brooklyn. There's a game that I really like when we're going to get to. Don't worry. Um, New York at Brooklyn. We got a 233.5 total here. New York, a one-point favorite. Mitch Rob's out. Simmons, DSJ, and Walker out for Brooklyn. Uh, What do you like here for New York? 
Well, it would have been Hartenstein. I might actually still consider Hartenstein, Stevie, at 5,800 for what it's worth. If they're going to give him 30 minutes, 5,800 is worth the price of admission. I will say that because of his upside. So please just keep giving him 30 minutes, and we will be feeling fantastic. Julius Randle's price is uh, still reasonable, Stevie. I don't mind him at 8,700 as well. Um, and then we've got uh, – Geez, let me just look at it. Brunt's 8,600. Um, I don't think he's completely worth it on this slate. I do still think Randall and Hartenstein are, though. Yeah, I mean, I think Brunson – Brooklyn has been, like, hit or miss against um, point guards this year. So Brunson's been a little bit better on the road. I can see Brunson having a good game. I can see Julius Randall having a good game. Um, I don't know if I'd play them a lot together, but I mean, Hartenstein, like you said, like, I wish his price was down. I think he still has a little bit of upside in this Brooklyn matchup. Like Brooklyn is a team that struggles rebounding. We saw against the Lakers the other night. I think he had like what, 16 or 17 rebounds in that game. Um, I don't, I mean, I think Hartenstein's okay. Mitrov's still out. You know, you're worried a little bit. I don't mind Josh Hart off the bench um, as a cheap play. I wish he was a little bit cheaper, though. Like, again, that's just what we're running into. Yeah. Like, guys are cheap, but they're not cheap enough. Last... Yeah, and he was more expensive the last game, Stevie. So, yep. I'm with you. On the Brooklyn side here, I don't mind Dinwiddie against the Knicks. I could see him having a strong game. He's looked really good recently. Bridges always has upside. He's someone that can fill the stat sheet. It's just, again, like, I'd like these guys a little bit more because they're in like the 7K range instead of the 8K range. So I could see using one or two of these Brooklyn players, but I mean, yeah. pricing's tough again. Stevie, with the Brooklyn guys, here's how I think we play this. And I think we've talked about it. I think you take Dinwiddie, you take Thomas, and you take Bridges. You put them in a group and you say, I only want one of the three if I play any of them because one's probably going to be fine. Like, and, 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 and Stevie, realistically, it might be two. But it's all three of them are not going off on the same game. That's just that's not how this thing is set up. And so we've seen it where, man, I, I play Cam Thomas in the right spot and he does nothing. And then the next couple of games, he scores 40 real points as an example. And then the next three he does nothing. And then you've got the Bridges and, and Dinwiddie show. So I, I think that's how you play this. One of these guys is probably going to be fine. And so at these prices, Stevie, I'm with you. I, I like them. Uh, a ton. Now we do have Nick Claxton. He's sixty-two hundred. He's probably fine as well, um, as long as he's going to get the minutes. Um, you know, Dayron Sharp seems to not—they're not, not going to play him big minutes anymore. You know, they've got Dorian Finney-Smith. But all, all these guys are back, so I think you take the three K guys and and Claxton. Uh, I do think you can play one of these guys with Claxton for what it's worth. So I don't think Claxton is included in that group of the three. Yeah, the thing about Claxton, minutes-wise, like, they were just blowing out Utah the other night. Um, yeah. So, I think if that game's close, he gets the extra – like, he gets his final fourth-quarter rotation six, seven minutes. So, um, I think Claxton at 6,200 is very playable. I don't necessarily love the matchup for him here. The Knicks have been really good defending um, inside. So, it's just one of those games where there's a little bit of upside, for sure. Uh, Lakers, Bulls, two, 25 and a half total here. Lakers, a four-point favorite. AD and LeBron questionable like every single slate. Uh, Craig, Levine out for Chicago. 
Uh, we'll go Lakers here first on the road. We kind of expect at this point AD and LeBron play, but you never know. Um, and then anybody that's hanging out with us live on YouTube, Jason Tatum's back in the game for the Celtics. Um, talk to me here about the Lakers. Uh, it's, it's mainly AD for me. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, I know LeBron had a triple-double the other day. I mean, okay, it's, it's mainly LeBron and AD. Let me just say that. And that's it. Because now Reeves is priced up, Stevie. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Russell is priced up way too much for his actual production consistency. I can't play. I can't pay these prices for these guys. So, uh, AD and LeBron. That's it. Yeah, I think you could. That is it. You could take some shots on Reeves um, point props if you're in a state yeah, with but, betting. I mean, he's um, seventy six hundred. This is crazy. Yeah, it, but he doesn't do like he'll get some assists, but he just doesn't do enough where he's going to pay off seventy six hundred most slates. Like he's going to he have games sixty two hundred. To sixty five hundred, most most like yeah. It. I mean, exactly. So like, I get like everybody's kind of inflated, but you still want to try to find some ceiling and some upside. You're not getting really any ceiling here with Reeves, and he's been crushing. Steve, Reeves, you know what? They're yeah. almost forcing us to not build with studs. Like, I mean, uh, again, of- I like tight pricing, and like, I mean, I say that I played Doug McDermott. And I'm making money um, with his five fantasy points because the rest of my team smashed. But um, it, it's just like, you know, tight pricing is going to make you uncomfortable with one or two positions um, on most slates. You know what this feels like to me, Stevie? Believe it or not. You know what this feels like? It doesn't seem like it on paper. But unless you nail every mid range play, this feels like. Maybe four years ago, Steve. Maybe four. Don't quote me on this. But we're, I think I think we're four or five years ago. It feels like FanDuel dropped the lowest score because in that scenario, we just kind of loaded up on FanDuel and we left that three K guy knowing that he probably wasn't going to do much. And if he did, then it was just making up for another spot. That's what this feels like. Almost, it's like like you talked about. You plug in Doug McDermott, he gets you five fantasy points, but you were able to get so many other things. And, and not kind of take on hoping that Mikel Bridges gets 50 fantasy points tonight and hoping this 7K guy does what he's supposed to do. So I, I, I might have to rethink, and I, you know, I don't mind since I may have to rethink my overall feel on construction because right now it feels like that's how I need to build, trying to find a 4K guy and then a bunch of 7, 8K guys, you know? 
I hear you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, no, I'm just saying, like, I, I hear you. Um, it's such a, it's such an interesting like build, and played a lot of. I played a lot more volume on Fanduel when they had the drop the lowest score. I liked the, it. I, I loved it. No late swap, drop the lowest score. Sign me up. Um, let's talk about the Bulls. Kobe White. He's not even like his usage has not really gone up. His usage is still in that like 23 to 25 range. He was with Levine on the floor. He's in that like 17 to 21 range. So like it's gone up a little bit. Don't get me wrong. The minutes he's playing 39 to 40 minutes. He played 45 minutes the other night against Milwaukee. Like he's 8K now. And I still think like we could continue to play Kobe White. At what he's doing right now, like he's getting assists, he's rebounding, he's scoring. He's just, he's a triple double upside type guy at 8K. Like we're paying 10K plus for triple double upside guys. Yeah, the price is uncomfortable, but I think Kobe White is still someone we could continue to take shots on. I don't hate Vooch here. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Um, I think Kobe White is the guy that's really standing out to me here for Chicago. Um, like AU's minutes kind of disappeared the other night against Philadelphia. I just, I don't trust anything on this Chicago team. Steve, I've been able to play Kobe White when he was like 6K. <laughs> I mean, I remember and those I, days. And I just got on the train and just kept kept riding the train, Stevie. And I think, Stevie, I think we're almost at our stop. We're almost there. <laughs> I think we're one stop away, and tonight is probably the night. Now, Stevie, we might get two more. If we play tonight and he has a flop, right, and then maybe he drops back to 78, 79, they still may just go ahead and price him at 82, even if he puts up 30 fantasy points tonight. That, that They could very well do this. Uh, but I, I'm with you. I think at 8K, it feels uncomfortable because his name is Kobe White and we're not used to him putting up these performances. But we have to understand, guess what? Zach Lafitte's not playing basketball. And yeah. they've given him – the reins and and he's helping out a, a aging DeMar DeRozan, you know, where DeMar is going to be lacking in score. And he's kind of picking up the slack here, Stevie, him oh, yeah. and, uh, and Vucevic in most of these games are kind of picking up the slack. So I like Kobe. Uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm borderline on Vooch tonight at 7,900 having to deal with AD. I do think is a problem but just because of the different skill sets they have. The versatility of AD Maple is a problem for, for Vucevic. Yep. But I still don't hate it at 79. I feel like the price is fair. But uh Kobe White for sure. If 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 the Bulls are gonna stay in this game, he's he's gotta be contributing. I will say too that it's not comfortable paying 8k for him, but I mean his production is really close to a 9k player, and his ceiling is like an eleven K player right now. Yeah, because he's like go, go 60. Yeah. Like he he's he just like realistically he's been like one or two rebounds away from having that like triple double night and when he when and if he ever does have that triple double night we're looking at 60 plus fantasy points so yeah uh, like his ceiling is there one or two rebounds one or two assists away from like having that 60 point game and i think this game is gonna be a competitive basketball game pace wise not the best but i think it's gonna be a competitive game uh, we should mention Caruso played the other night and came back and played 30 minutes. If you want to take some shots on him at 5,100, he has that nice like shooting guard, small forward eligibility. It's not the greatest spot for him, but I can see him 
you know, getting another 30 minute plus game with Levine out with Craig out. Um, they're going to need him to play minutes. Yeah. Big time. Atlanta at Houston, two thirty-four total Houston, a three and a half point favorite Bogdanovich questionable for Atlanta Johnson out. And then Tate and Thompson, both questionable for Houston. We'll start here with Atlanta. I mean, Clint Capella don't look now, but Clint Capella is playing basketball. Um, like we've been waiting for him to just get minutes, but like this dude has over 15 rebounds in three of his last five games. Yeah. Yeah. And and Stevie over 15 or more in three of the last six. That's what I said, Will. Oh, well, your beanie, your beanie's messing with your ears. No, I I thought, yeah, I heard you say three of the last five. Sorry. My bad. Four of the last seven, three of the last, uh, listen, whatever whatever it is capella's smashing and he's going back to houston here yeah i'm with you 7100 uh i i don't hate it um man i wish he was like 62 i'd be thrilled but you know that's not the world we live in anymore with dk i do think houston in terms of defensively has been uh pretty good stevie um with, with their new coach so i'm not thrilled about these prices like i don't want to pay 10 5 for trey young today I just I I don't want to do that now. Guess what? He's a guy who's pretty much been an automatic sixty here, pretty much what the past five, six, seven games somewhere up in there. Uh, but I do think I do think this game will be a little bit slower for them, a little bit faster for for Houston, obviously. Um, so, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I do think Capella is uh, the one guy we could take some shots on. Everybody else, I think, is priced where they really where they should be now, Stevie. I'm going to go off the board here. This is really yucky. It's terrible. You won't like it. It's nasty. But, man, if we can get 15 fantasy points out of Wesley Matthews, it might be worth it at 3,500. But he's not playing a lot of minutes. But if we wanted to go with the theory of trying to get maybe an extra stud in there and just hoping Wesley Matthews can somehow get to 20 fantasy points today, which is probably not likely, he is getting some minutes. But it's it's a terrible play. I'm just full disclosure. It's terrible. Yeah, I think I'd rather take a shot on Garrison Matthews. Like yeah. If, if like Bogdanovich sits, I can see Garrison Matthews playing like 25 plus minutes. Not yeah. Not good minutes, but playing minutes. Um, well, no, no, exactly. Like that's this is where we are on draft games right now. Yeah. No, I love it. I mean, I love the fact that the pricing stuff. Um, I will say, I have more interest in Trey Young than you do. Um. His assist rate the last four or five games is just oh, it's nuts. Stupid. It's high. Um, it's been high all season, but it's stupid right now. Yeah, he's playing at an incredible level right now. Tough matchup going into Houston. I think Trey Young, Capella are my two favorites. I think we have to respect like how much Sadiq Bay is playing right now. And then if Bogdanovich sits, I like DeAndre Hunter um, at 6K. He should play 30, 35-ish minutes here. So a uh, lot of interest overall on Atlanta ton of interest in houston this is a phenomenal spot for houston sangoon might be my favorite play on the entire slate today will 8600 i think this is a triple double type spot for sangoon and i think he's underpriced by a thousand dollars in this matchup yeah stevie and this is see now we're starting to get these 8k guys where uh i just live in this 8k range i don't need to go up into that 11k range Right, Sangoon was definitely on my list today. Um, Stevie, I don't 
and I haven't played this guy, and I'm not playing him because of the 71 fantasy points. I don't hate Fred Van Vliet. Like I said, for Houston, this is going to be a pace-up spot. Jalen Green, phenomenal Stevie, spot. Yeah, I don't hate. I don't hate Jalen Green today. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this is a pace up spot for them. Believe it, Stevie. Dylan Brooks. I don't hate Dylan Brooks today. Fifty four hundred. These are some good pieces. I think that we can incorporate into some lineups. Love the Houston side today, uh, where they're going to get pushed a little bit by Atlanta. Yeah, don't forget Houston plays like twenty eighth pace. Atlanta plays fourth fastest pace in the NBA. Yeah. Atlanta's twenty seventh in defensive rating. Yeah. Like I'm loading up on some Houston players. I think Easton is is really solid here as well. Um, he's been playing good. I, I like. I really like Houston today. I think this is yeah. a really strong spot for Houston. If Tate and Thompson, both of these guys, end up sitting here, I think you could potentially, you know, even take some shots on Jeff Green. The, the, that would be like the uncomfortable play from Houston if those guys are out at 4,200. Jeff Green getting like 25 minutes, I think, is so, solid. But I mean, honestly, Sangoon, Van Vliet, Jabari, Eason, like all these guys, I, I think are really strong plays. We love tagging Atlanta. And I think this is this is the game I think that I'm going to probably have the most exposure to. Yeah. And I don't think Jeff Green is that uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. I mean, we, we, it is because his <laughs> name is Jeff Green, but playing Atlanta, forty-two hundred. I mean, I would man. need I would need Tate and Thompson to both sit. I, I would need both. Yeah, of those yeah, guys no, absolutely, 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 absolutely. All right, Clippers, Mavericks, two thirty-nine, two and a half point favorite for the Clippers. Paul George questionable, Highland questionable, Kyrie. Kleber and Lively remain out for Dallas. Let's go Clippers first. James Harden just keeps doing his thing. He smashed the Pacers. If that game stays close, James Harden scores 80 fantasy points. Um, well, listen, he did He did most of this, like, heading into, like, in the fourth. He just went nuts. He, yeah, dude, he he's just – he's balling right now. Um, I, I love James Harden and Kawhi. If – Paul George sits. I'm going to play a lot of Harden or Kawhi on teams. Um, Zubak, I'm worried about like him getting run off the floor size wise, but I don't mind him. He's been playing really good recently as well. Fifty fantasy points against Indiana. No surprise yeah. there. Like doesn't shock me at all. Um, if Paul George sits, Norman Powell would be one of the top value plays on the slate for me. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I gosh. James Harden's another one of these 8K guys that has like the ceiling of like an 11K player right now. And before we know it, James Harden's going to be 10K. Um, he's he's playing too well right now. Yeah, and another another 8K guy to try to get in here, Stevie. I'm probably going to reserve most of this for uh, let's say I, I think this is a Paul George needs to sit situation for me to for me to get the Harden and Kawhi. Uh, I still think you can play Kawhi even if Paul George plays. Like, we've seen Kawhi start to really get going. Minutes are there. Scoring is there. Uh, they're on the road, so I would hope Dallas can put up enough resistance uh, to keep him on the floor. So I don't mind. I, I think it's another situation, Stevie, where if, if all three play, I put him in a group, and I think one of Harding, George, or Kawhi gets there, but not all three. And that, that's, how I, that's how I play it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the upside for one of these guys, and we've been talking about making a group of zero to one of these guys for weeks yeah. now. Yeah. 
Uh, Dallas side of this game, uh, Luca's 12 2. I mean, what does Luca at? Yeah, but uh, what does Luca need to score fantasy wise on this tight price slate to pay off 12 2? Probably, I would say he need to be pushing 80. I was thinking like I was thinking like seventy five, yeah, yeah, seventy five is the number. But in my mind, Steve, even if he gets seventy five, I think I can overcome that. If every eight K player I have is between fifty and sixty, because I can get what. I was gonna say. I think it also depends on what type of value opens up throughout the day, because if we do get some people ruled out because it's the NBA and we start seeing some guys miss the game. Then I mean it probably comes closer back down to like seventy, but like what we're looking at right now with the injuries that we have question marks and stuff on, I realistically think Luca needs like seventy five, and I and I think he can yeah. do it. And there's, I mean, this guy is on another level right now. Um, he has a thirty five percent usage rate this season, just overall, and he's averaging sixty two fantasy points per game. So like Luca can do it. Um, it's just. You need him to have that like ceiling game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, you don't even necessarily need Lucas ceiling is probably like a hundred, so you just need him to have a an upside game. <laughs> but <laughs> outside of him, I mean, we saw. I don't know what happened the other night, but we saw um, Rashard Holmes get a ton of ownership. He was like twenty to thirty percent owned in contests against Denver the other night, that, and that's played, what's like, happening on these slates, Stevie. This uh, bad part fans, everybody making bad. I decisions. know that's just playing Rashard Holmes at twenty percent ownership is just wild. I thought yeah. I missed something. I was like, I was like, did Dwight Powell get ruled out and like Holmes starting? Like, I I realistically was like looking through the news, like, what did I miss? Um, what else do you like here for Dallas? Um. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Nothing. I mean, I don't hate Derek Jones Jr. in this spot or like him or Grant Williams. I I think Derek Jones Jr. is a guy that you could take some shots on. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm I'm not playing Grant Williams. I'm not playing I would I would I think I'd play Dwight Powell before I play Grant Williams the more I think about it. But yeah. um yeah. I, I think Derek Jones Jr. is worth 
you know, taking some shots on in this matchup. Yeah. I, oh, I agree. Weird slate. Boston at Sacramento is where we finish it out. 235 and a half is what this game was at. Tatum got Tatum's back, but when he went out of the game, this line got taken down. It was Boston minus two. Um, right when Tatum went down, I went to try to bet this game and it was taken off. So um it's a back-to-back for Boston. It looked like Tatum rolled his ankle. We'll see if he plays or not. Um, Porzingis sat the first half, so we assume he'll be here to play this game. We assume Horford will sit because that's what they've typically done this year for Horford is not let him play um, back-to-backs. And I think that was the case last year, right? Like, he didn't play. I don't know if he played back-to-backs last year either. Um, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of a lot of weight to see kind of approach here for Boston because I think Porzingis just sat on the front. I think Porzingis. No, no. I think Porzingis will be back as well, but I think that I think Horford sits um, here. The biggest thing is Tatum. Like does Tatum sit? Because if Tatum sits like Jalen and Porzingis and like white, all these guys drew, they all become interesting if Tatum's out. Yeah. I think for me, Stevie, I kind of want to see, if Tatum maybe labors through this game, he looks or fine. If he's continued. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. And and you know this from playing sports, and I know this from playing sports. Right now he's got adrenaline. Yeah. It's going to be a in the balloon, morning, balloon in the morning. Right. When he, now they're going to, like, I'm sure he's going to go through way better treatment than we went through back in the day, Steve. He's probably going to get it iced and massaged and. He might even leave the game walking in a boot just to protect it. Like, there are probably going to be some things. And maybe not. Maybe everything was fine. It's good. He said, hey, I'm good to go. He ran, whatever. But if he did roll and then he had to leave the game, my assumption is that he will be stiff tomorrow, Steve. I, I do think his ankle will be stiff. And then I think it's just how much pain tolerance does he have to work through it and get him loose for the right. game to get there. So that's my thoughts on it. Um <laughs> I th- I think Derek, Derek in chat says back in our day it was rub some dirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I swear my ankle a lot of times sliding into bases. Um a lot of times. So yeah. um yeah, I mean Boston's situation is gonna be a wait and see approach. I assume we're for tonight too, so we, we might get that one after lot. Yeah, possible. I mean it's an interesting spot. I mean, um We'll see what happens for Boston, but yeah, it's an interesting spot. Um, let's talk Sacramento side of this game. Sabonis, 9,900, seems like a lot for a matchup against Boston. He's had some ceiling games here recently, but that was a much faster like type of game. Fox, 9,600, doesn't seem comfortable. Um, Keegan Murray continued to shoot well the other night. Um, I don't mind him. He's probably my favorite play from the Kings if I was going to play one of these guys. Mm, yeah his price hasn't I, yeah. caught up yet he'll be like 75 next slate because he had the big game i i guess i i'm not thrilled about sacramento here like because even malik monk now i can't even plug so stevie you know i i'm used to being able to get malik monk around 52 5400 and i can just play him in certain spots because from time to time he just pops off the bench. I mean, now he's sixty three hundred, so you have to really think about it. Um, I think for me, I, I, tough matchup. 
I don't I don't really like anybody from this game. I think I play Fox because he's just kind of the guy. But once again, I mean he's, he's got a matchup with Drew Holiday. Drew's on the back to back, so maybe that helps him. I think I like Fox the most here. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Again, thanks for everyone hanging out with us. If you haven't subscribed to YouTube, go over there and subscribe to the morning grind on youtube we're trying to get to a thousand before the end of the year not looking good um morning grind game favorite play under 5k to go 7x who do you got um give me and this is gonna be hard steve we might have to move this thing to 5500 next week uh <laughs> inflation <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously. Oh. Um, give me oh my gosh. Give me Gary Trent Jr. I don't like it, but yeah, give me Gary Trent Jr. at 49. Just gonna hope he pops against Denver at home. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're gonna be watching um some injury news especially with the Boston thing, because I, I think Pritchard would be really interesting here if we knew Tatum was going to end up sitting in this game. Um, I mean, I struggle. I struggle even to write one down before we even started um, on this one, and nothing's really changed for me. Um, I, I'm i going to go to the guy that I wrote down. I wrote down Bryce McGowan's question mark on my sheet. Um, give me Bryce McGowan's question mark here for charlotte in that pace up spot against indiana yeah over 8k to go under 5x and i guess like bryce mcgowan's doesn't make sense now either because hayward's probable instead of question mark now oh i don't okay i don't like that one anymore i forgot hayward was coming back um there's like no one honestly there's like no one that i like love here um to to do this today like i mean can i just say andre drummond sure 17 minutes andre drummond yeah all right give me andre drummond to go 7x honestly i hope some value opens up um jeff green look looking better and better by the minute over 8k to go under 5x um who's your bust today man look i know jimmy butler's out give me damn at 9500 that's what i wrote down too um i'm gonna go maxi tough matchup against minnesota west matthews season um, Matthew. stevie this is where we are right now yeah it's tough oh. Favorite 6X play, who do you got? Um, Give me... I'm stuck between two guys. And... Give me Anthony Edwards against Philly. All right. Yeah, like it. I already kind of mentioned it. Sangoon's my favorite play on the slate. Absolutely love this matchup for him. Um, give me give me Sangoon going up against Atlanta. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. What do you got for me, Will? Um, no, nah, I don't think this is going to be weird. 
I was going to say Halliburton, but I don't think Halliburton is going to be weird today facing Charlotte. He's 10-9, though. It's, I think Halliburton to be low-owned. Give, give me Halliburton at 10-9. It's, it's the pricing. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's the price. I wrote down Kobe White. I don't think people are going to want to pay 8K for Kobe White, and I'm no. not stopping now. Um, I might not stop until Levine comes back or Kobe White gets 9K. So, uh, Any bets or pick and plays or props standing out to you here? Um, If Gosh, I don't know if Tatum's going to play, but Stevie, you know, you know me. I'm automatic. Jason Tatum on the slate, nine and a half rebounds. I want less. I know Luca went out here and got 11 rebounds the other night, but I'm still, he's going to come out at nine and a half. I want less than nine and a half. Um, let me see who else is one of my, one of my auto plays here. Let me see where Bam is at on the rebounds. If they've got him up. They don't have him up, Stevie. Man, that sucks. Um, and then we've got – yeah, those are going to be my two. They're, they're not up, but I'm, I'm going to keep those two. going to hold fast on those two. Yeah. Um, so the one I want on prize picks isn't – oh, yeah, it, they did post it. So I like – if you want to pair anything with Sangoon, more than 35.5 points, rebound, and assist. I bet this on the Hard Rock already as well. Um Sportsbook. So I, I like Sangoon a lot just overall in this slate. So I'm taking more than 35 and a half points, rebounds, assists, or if you're in the prop market over that. Um, I think that he crushes in this matchup against Atlanta. Yeah. I was hoping to pair it with like a Kobe White one, but they didn't have anything up for Kobe White yet. They're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid of Kobe White, as they should be. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, negative. I am ready to roll, and, and hopefully, Steve, we get a little bit of value opening this thing up, so we can uh, we can play a little bit. Yeah, I think that I like these. I like these type tough pricing slates, man. I think they're really interesting. They make the slates fun, make you make some tough decisions, and make you make some uncomfortable plays. And I think that that is when DFS gets really fun. Um, so. Hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. Back Thursday with NBA and NFL. And then Will will be back on Friday to talk some more hoops. Hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. We'll see you again tomorrow.